I uh, speaking of unique, I uh, juiced a bunch of dandelion greens from my lawn this today. You juiced dandelion greens from your lawn. Yep. Uh, isn't it way late in the season for dandelion greens to not be bitter? Like, oh, they're bitter as hell. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say you have to catch them like before they flower, or certainly before the flower poofs. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. definitely Usually. before then. Yeah. Oh um, boy. Yeah. I mix it with a bunch anyway. of celery and lemon though, so. Oh, that I really celery makes dandelion it go down smooth, lemon. Huh? It was, it was incredible. Uh, okay. All yeah. Three of, all three of those things separately would make me pucker. In, oh man. In different ways. Makes so. all sorts of things pucker. Let me tell you what. everybody welcome to me cook pretty the cooking podcast where my friend clark and i take on cooking challenges every couple of weeks and see what we're capable of hi clark how you doing hi it's me clark hello hey hi uh how how did we do this week how do you think how did we do um boy well i think we picked a challenge uh we we went with a seasonal challenge this time around yeah well it's uh, and you know those are often the most fun because it's it's really i think it's really fun to cook seasonally so you get sick and tired of stuff while it's in season yep and then you don't see it for another year or so and you're like okay with that yeah, yeah yeah and that's great that's how it should be uh though i did find spoiler alert okay so our challenge this week was stone fruit uh because a lot of stone fruits are in season that's plums apricots uh you know what it is nectarines peaches um, yes avocados uh, we can talk about those details here in a bit but um the thing is what i found challenging and again we'll get more into this is we picked something that is usually consumed like raw or Mm -hmm. maybe dehydrated Mm -hmm. but not necessarily things that you see cooked a lot Mm -hmm. so um this was an interesting challenge i feel like i I ate a lot more than I cooked, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. But um, ultimately, it was a good challenge. So, okay, now we can get into it. Uh, what do we think about, like, figs, things with seeds in them? I don't know. Oh, it's not stone fruit. No, it's not. It's not at all. No. So where did you draw the line for stone fruit? So I I did a brief stint working in produce. Um, mm. uh, about like this, this week? About No, about two years ago. Okay. When I first moved back to Missoula, um, and it was right at the beginning of stone fruit season, so mm. uh, I stocked a bunch of stone fruit, and I worked with the stone fruit, and the produce department where I work has a whole table of stone fruit, and that's where they put all the stone fruit. So I just bought stuff off of that. Okay. Um, I did. I did get a little buck wild on the cherries. I don't know <laughs> if that counts or not, but huh. uh, a little buck cherry, gotcha. Yeah, you, one of you were a crazy of, bitch with the buck cherry, gotcha. One of the greatest bands of all time, uh-huh. to be sure. 
Um, so I just, I, to be, to play it safe, I just went off of that table, uh, which we don't have, unfortunately, we don't have any Montana stone fruit right now because Montana stone fruit comes mid August. Yep. Choke cherries are on the bush, but they are not yet ripe. Yeah. And we, we just got, uh, like a week ago, we just got the first dose of Flathead Valley cherries. Oh, sweet mercy. And I wish the whole world could experience Flathead cherries. You know, so I like them. Yeah, I, I love them. I absolutely love them. And you know what? We'll, we'll get into this later. We'll get into this later. So yeah, uh, yeah. as, as is tradition, um, we always start with what went wrong. We always start with, uh, what we like to call our burnt ends. How did you screw up one of the most delicious foods on the planet, Clark? Uh, I found one that I really didn't like, no matter how many I bought. Ooh, I'm yeah, yeah. Uh, I went to the local Lucky's, which is our like health food, whatever you want to call it. It's the best we have. It's not. It's mm-hmm. not huge, mm-hmm. and it's not that varied, but it's uh, not bad. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, I just grabbed a bunch of various stone fruit, and one of which being a pluot, P-L-U-O-T. Oh, you had a bad pluot, my friend. I had multiple bad pluots. No, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there are few varieties of pluots that are absolutely incredible, and there are a lot of varieties that are not very good. Okay, well, whatever I had, I couldn't... <sighs> Riley, I couldn't. It's yeah. just like... I don't know. No, I get you, man. I feel, yeah. I feel you totally. Uh, so I, I bit into it, and it reminded me. Have you ever had like lychee, lychee, the Japanese? Fruit? I have not. I've heard a lot about it. It's, it's apparently a very healthy food as well as, yeah. as tasty. But, I, but it's very nuanced. Yeah. Um. So that's what the pluot that I had reminded me of most. The hard part is I had to like take a bite and keep it in my mouth and hold it and kind of like wait for a flavor to arrive. And then like it, it definitely, it definitely wasn't like super willing to impart flavor or give me flavor or anything yeah, like that. That's, that's just a bad pluot. Yeah. And there, I got there like are, a few of them and they were all so various firmnesses and colors because I had no idea what I was looking for. Yeah. You're None looking, of them you're had a strong flavor. A, you're looking for a variety of pluot called the flavor king really yeah uh that so uh, pluots are one of one of the big ones that the store brings in and and when i was working on stocking uh stone fruit we're um encouraged to sample things to see if they're any good or not Mm because that's the main question you get asked in produce is 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 anything good what's good right now what should i buy um so you're encouraged to sample things so the stuff that's a little bit blemished or something like that, you'll cut a little piece off and try it. So I was trying pluots left and right, and most of them were mealy and kind of lackluster. And mealy, that's the word. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Yes, mealy. I was trying to think of like how yeah, to describe it. Yeah, like biting it. into a wet bag of sand. Yeah, it was really not good. Yeah, and, and um, I'm like, are they all like this? Is this underripe? And so I had like a squishier one that was a different color, and like none of them. Yeah, none no, of them. it's. I mean, okay. Yeah, it's just the wrong varieties. And then these this variety of pluots came in called the Flavor King. 
and let me tell you what that that is what it's supposed to taste like what does it taste like it was like ultra bright and sweet plum Um, oh that sounds great and it it had like the the sweetness of an apricot and the the tartness and brightness of a plum um and just juice for days so it it was really good these these guys are typically like light red and green they they um Mm -hmm. turn from red to yellow to green around the the gradient of the fruit itself um green they turn green yeah yeah the the ripe ones are like yellow green and red Mm -hmm. usually green is where they i I don't need to tell you this but usually green is less ripe that's really interesting usually yeah but these ones at perfect ripeness are kind of a little rainbow of of the primary colors it seems almost wow i really need to track those down i was yeah. so uh, disappointed they, they're a later season thing okay so keep looking yeah. keep trying uh, okay try and uh, if you still have one or if you're there next time look at the little sticker on the fruit and see what what variety it says it is okay yeah, I will do that. That and Lucky's produce is not not the greatest, so they uh, try real hard. They they're uh, trying. It's better than most places in this town. So true, I'll take it. True. Uh, what was your burnt end, Riley? You know, I well before you stole my thunder. Uh, okay. It was gonna be a really bad batch of plums. Um, so oh, I okay. Th- it was it was near the beginning of this challenge. Uh, I went to work. And I didn't bring myself any lunch. I'm trying to bring my lunch more often because I'm trying to save money like everybody else. You know, I get mm-hmm. motivated momentarily to save money and then whatever. Uh, that's a whole different thing. Um, so I th- – this this kind of links to a whole – my whole thing about this challenge, which we'll get into a little later in the meat and potatoes. But um, I decided that I was just going to get uh, – plums were on sale and mm-hmm. i was just gonna get plums for lunch and that's that's what i was gonna do i was gonna try so i bought four of them okay um each one cost me like 22 cents so that was nice. great nice uh, all right yeah um every single one of them was just like a total awful experience oh. Oh, mouthfeel no. flavor it was just not good it was what? just not good it was the the plums were i mean it, they're coming from washington right now which i don't know if it ever if it gets hot enough where they're coming from to develop any sweetness or anything but hmm. god they just they just didn't have it and you know i th- i think this isn't like our typical burnt end segment where we screwed something up um, yeah but with stone fruit it there are there is a lot of variation in quality especially when you're not growing it yourself or when you're not picking it. There's um, so much more risk. Because it's it's shipped hundreds of miles. It's mm-hmm. treated however, you know, you don't know how it's handled and treated and all that. Yep. You, you don't know what, what's been done to it and if it's been, like, refrigerated or if it's been... Uh, you know refrigerated yeah. to a point where it's frozen and then thawed and or the stores will put everything like they bring in so much of it that like most of it doesn't get refrigerated yeah so it's like it, it, i don't know you have to like buy them pretty quick like i bought two three bags of cherries over the course of this challenge and i don't think i actually like finished all the way any bag of cherries before they like started essentially getting like moldy hmm. like i mean 
I kept one in the fridge. I, I'm not to say like I threw away a whole bunch of cherries, but it, I really had to like stay on top of them yeah. just to like eat them yeah, before they went bad. Yeah, and now just imagine that's part of, I mean, you have to go through the whole supply chain to get yeah. from the tree to the store. It's it's kind of a racket. So yeah, you're you're gambling a lot on, on relying on um, simply raw ingredients. Yeah. Uh, especially seasonal stuff like this. So, um, yeah, yeah, bit of a different burnt end, but that's all right. Yeah, sometimes they, sometimes the stone fruit don't show up to play, but when they do, oh my goodness, mm-hmm. there's there's nothing quite like it. Um, did you did you find yourself with any sort of any sort of extra accessories or anything? Did you how should <laughs> I say update your kitchen? Uh, no, not really. Um, (laughs) (laughs) stone fruit, stone fruits really not, it doesn't really require anything except for, uh, a good knife, a sharp knife. Um, Yeah. Well, let's, as long as we're being honest, um, you can go ahead and put all of your kitchen accessories on eBay and just use a sharp knife. For well, pretty much for, everything. For a lot of stuff, yeah, except for like dishes and bakingware and stuff. But uh, yeah, I really the beautiful thing about stone fruit is you, you buy it, you eat it. Um, it cuts the same as any other fruit or most vegetables. It really doesn't require any special fruits, though. I wish that I had bought just a cherry pitter. It would have made my life a lot faster and easier. Yeah. Um, why you okay so you're you're definitely on a thunder train right now and it's stealing everything i got because that's what i got you got a cherry pitter yeah my sister got me one um because <laughs> we were texting back and forth about cherry recipes and lo and behold a cherry pitter showed up in the mail and i was like all right Aww. sweet that would have made my life much easier she's that's my surrogate clerk oh that's really nice of her. I'm yeah. sure that saved you a lot of time. I'm really excited to try it because, uh, mostly because of my uh, dehydrator. So I'm going to dry oh, yeah. a bunch of cherries because dried cherries. If there's it's anything, so if there's anything close to a uh, anything close to a fresh cherry, it's a dried cherry. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the weird thing is, cherries, fresh cherries, pretty cheap. Like you can catch them on sale. Dried cherries, I found, are really expensive. Very expensive. Um, which I don't really understand. Um, I mean, I realize the process itself is free, isn't free, and it's it's quite extensive. But yeah. um, they're very expensive. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, well, that's great. Yeah. Uh, uh, so I haven't I haven't tried drying any because, un- very much opposite of you, I rarely make a bag of cherries last twenty four hours. I mean, I'm eating a lot of them, but I'm buying a lot of them. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I guess... Maybe it's. A, it, I mean, it's a matter of scale. It's a matter of because cherries aren't sold in like pound bags; they're sold in bigger bags, so that the yeah people think that the pound price is the bag price, and then they bring a bag of cherries up to the register, and it's fourteen dollars, and they're like, "Wait, what? What?" Yep. <laughs> but Signs it's already are... too late. Signs are hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, signs are hard. Signs are real tricky. At least you're getting, I mean, the weight of the pit versus, like, there's so little waste with cherries. Like, Yeah, there is. There if really you're buying is. two pounds of cherries, you're getting mostly cherry f- flesh in there. So 
yeah okay um so any other anything else you got your uh cherry i, I got a cherry pitter um and i so badly want do you have a do you have a citrus juicer like a little squeeze thing Mm, I used to, and oh, now I think man. it's in a box somewhere. But I haven't. I've been, uh... I've been through a, a five pound bag of lemons from Costco in the last two weeks, <laughs> and I've been squeezing them all by hand. Oh, buddy, those things are what. really not expensive. I know. Um, I really just need to get one because <laughs> yeah. it would just change everything about yeah. the lemon juicing process. But um, get the ones that have like the built-in like measuring cup or little cup thing underneath them just yeah, so yeah 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 so it, it takes care of everything yep i like those that's what i'm thinking so that's that's on the list but i did get a cherry pitter this time around which i'm super excited about awesome cool well speaking of lemons uh let's get over to the squeeze hello beautiful listeners i'm just dropping by real quick to tell you about a company that is near and dear to my heart and that company is Elements Catering out of Billings, Montana. Now we all know that summer is a time for celebration. There are graduations, family reunions, birthdays, anniversaries, so many reasons to just be outside with people that we love eating really good food. And Elements Catering wants to help you do just that. Now, Elements Catering isn't one of those like 20 pieces of fried chicken and some warm potato salad and some like unidentifiable warm bean salad. No, 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 no. They don't do that. This is a sophisticated catering company. All of their menus, custom made. I have watched these people cook for years now and I've never seen them do the same menu for an event. It is incredible. Uh, also, when they're making that incredible custom food, they're making as many things from scratch as possible. I have watched these people just curl up noodle after noodle for one of their pasta dishes. It is really amazing the amount of dedication and attention to detail that they will spend on each meal. So if you're looking to maybe impress your in-laws or celebrate your birthday or maybe just reward your office for reaching a sales goal, Elements Catering is the best way to do it. If you want to learn more, go to elementscatering.co and reach out to them. Maybe ask what kind of menu they can make for you. Do you have allergies? That's fine. They can work around it. They're custom. Like, they're not stuck to some cookie cutter menu thing where you just get to choose two options. No, 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 no. They don't care. They can work around anything. So, yeah, reach out to them at elementscatering.co and let them know I sent you. Why not? Thanks, everybody. Enjoy the rest of the show. And we're back. Uh, and I, I do want to clarify real quick before we get to the meat and potatoes. Uh, the squeeze is something that uh, any listener that has a, a product or a service or just something they want to tell people about, um, the squeeze is accessible to you. So reach out to us on Instagram or Twitter or eh, mostly those two. Uh, and if you want to cut some kind of deal with us and you want to advertise a product or get just some sort of message out there, as long as it's like a positive message that will help the community, uh, we will work with you. So anyway, yeah. on to the meat and potatoes. So I, I, I'm going to start here um, because I feel like the, the stone fruit challenge has kind of fit into the way the way I've been eating this summer overall. Um, hmm. So my main goal during the stone fruit challenge was to, to have multiple, multiple meals, not, not just like a handful, but a lot, mm. a lot of meals mm -hmm. that 
like where for dinner I would just have fruit and oh. do nothing to it and oh. just just to just to try and see what it's like. Um, hmm. Okay. And you know because I, I'm always into pushing myself a little bit and trying <laughs> trying new things and seeing what happens when you do when you do uh, things that are new to your both your diet and your your mindset and all that kind of stuff and. So yeah. I decided I wanted to try just eating fruit for dinner and breakfast and lunch. And, mm, mm. um, man, it works. <laughs> it really yeah. does. It's okay. Uh, I had works, works how a lot of, I had a lot of energy and I felt good. And, um, you know, you got to eat like three, four peaches, but mm -hmm. at, you know, at less than a dollar a piece, it's like, yeah, I spent three fifty on lunch today. It's that's pretty good. Um, yeah, that's really good. Yeah. yeah. So it, people think people think that buying enough enough produce is hard, and and there's no way you could get full on produce alone. And, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But man, I I've I've come to the conclusion that people that say that are people that haven't tried it, because yeah. I I don't know I. Like I'm training for a race that's going on next weekend. Uh, I'm active. I'm fully. I'm I'm all in on the on the energy level, and it it was enough for me. Uh, huh, that's great. I mean, they have what? I, I think the only thing fruit is missing is protein, right? And oh, that I mean, you, there, you eat enough vegetables. There's protein to... in there. Yeah. There's. I mean, there's a, a trace amount, but who knows how much we really need? You know. Um, yeah, but you also get protein from a lot of the leafy greens that you eat yeah 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 um so yeah it's uh, it's it's a very versatile food and i just wanted to you know with with seasonal stuff it's fun to try not messing with it at all and just kind of have it as is and that's that is where i ended up with the stone fruit challenge is just kind of um trying to just appreciate it for what it what it was and being able to tell the difference between different batches of peaches and different batches of nectarines and different varieties of plums and all that kind of stuff. Um, it was okay. cool. It was, it was a good experiment. Um, I'll tell you what mm. I, I, if cherries count they're they're far and away my favorite. Um, I, cherries definitely count. Yeah. yeah. Uh, cause good Lord, man, I could, oh, man. I could put away, <laughs> so many cherries yeah seriously yeah and I, I, I for the folks at home i i do not recommend doing this if you're not already eating a lot of produce um, oh yeah your body cherries will, will, will they're will, laxative they uh, really yeah. are yeah yeah they, they don't i mean it's not just they're not just saying that to make them sound healthy they work yeah, so, laxatives real or cherries will really clear you out if you're not used to it. Yeah, if you're uh, not if you're not used to high a high fiber high um, a, a diet made up of a lot of raw food and and mm -hmm, veggies and mm -hmm. that kind of stuff, then take it slow. Uh, yeah, definitely do it, but take it a little slower. Yeah. So okay, let's get down to maybe some preferences because there are a lot of varieties of all of these products. Um, I'm just going to come out and say apricots are my jam. I like them more than nectarines. Really? I, yeah, just something about those little apricots. Uh, good which, uh, Good apricots huh? are hard to find. Very hard to find. But I, I do agree. Once you do, they're, 
they're they're worth the look. An apricot is possibly one of my favorite dried fruits. I mean, oh yeah, for sure. I remember you know used like, to eat those gross morning glory muffins with dried oh, apricots in them. Heck yeah, I do. <laughs> uh, yep, I had some this uh, recently. Of course you so, did. Yeah, I mean, you know that my default like way to get the challenge into each day is just to make a an oatmeal with whatever the ingredient is. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, <laughs> and like I pretty much already use dried apricot and everything so, uh-huh. in in my oatmeal anyway. So it's like so that was like, a pretty well, easy way. Hey, to old just, friend. Yeah, yeah. So that was a good way to just kind of get it in. But um, so apricots are my favorite of the orange colored stone fruit. So that's like nectarines. Uh, peaches, etc. Wow, you, you'd take an apricot over a peach. Yeah, I would. That's a, that's a good a, apricot. Um, that's an unpopular answer, but... Peaches are better with cream. I'll give you that. Uh, peaches are better like as dessert or like to bake with. I think yeah. they're way better. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't do quite very much of that. Um, and plums, I prefer like borderline black plums mm-hmm. over the red. Um yeah, do I do. Prefer? I do like actual black plums, like the the variety black plums. Do uh, you have to like eat over the sink? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Because Those it's are, just like so messy and they're liquidy. And, like, to, they're, the flesh is supposed to be white on the and translucent on the inside, but it's mm-hmm, red mm-hmm. and pink and dark. Uh, yep. Honestly, it's such an erotic experience. To <laughs> it plum. really is. It's, it's really it's, something. It's, it's hard to like, it like. Just try this. Like, eat one of those things over your sink at home, and don't try. You have to stop yourself from looking around and making sure that the blinds are closed. Yeah, seriously, and being like, "Is someone going to look?" I, it, I definitely didn't put plums like in my lunchbox for work. I yeah, did not no, do that. God no, you don't want to see. You don't. You don't want those old old folks you live with or live with work with to uh, to see you doing that to a plum. Yeah. That would yeah. That would be an uncomfortable and the thing experience. Is, I'm not saying you know it, it, there are. There are polite ways to eat a plum, but if you, if the plums where it it should be, where it's just like soft and ripe and juicy, you don't want to, you know, like you want to be just real naughty to it. You just really want to just like, yeah, yeah. Just bite it a little bit, you know? Just a little bit, you know? Mm -hmm. What's, you know... If we're not going to have a little bit of fun, why are we even here? Yeah, you know? exactly. Why, you got to yeah. have a little fun with plums. You, you got to have a little fun with plums. Well, the Italian plums title. are nice, too. They're the little ones that a lot of people have these trees growing in their yards. Um, oh, okay. They're they're what uh, people use to make dried plums or prunes. Uh, oh, the, okay. They yeah, look sure. like apricots, but they're purple. Um that sounds really tasty. I'd yeah, love to those, try one of those. Uh, those ones are pretty good. They're small. I mean, they're small. They're like bite size almost. That's fine. Um, uh, just tuck so it away in your cheek and just kind of work work on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, we get we get a local supplier for those here in the next month. Um, nice. Those aren't going to be ripe for a while. Like, no. Yeah, there's got a, a ways to go yet. Yeah, there's a wild plum bush down by where I pick choke cherries, mm-hmm. and uh, I have yet to really catch them at ripe. <laughs> like, yeah, I've eaten them, but I I haven't quite found that window yet. Yeah. Um, and by the time they're ripe, I'm, I think they're usually gone. Honestly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because I've like gone back, and I'm like, they should be ripe by now, and they're just and no there's plums. nothing left. <laughs> yep. And I'm like, oh well, guess they were. Yeah. So. So I gotta I gotta take peaches over apricots. Really? Okay. Um, they're kind of unwieldy. I don't know. They I mean, are. They're they're a mess. Yeah. They, they are. Uh, they're 
not easy to eat, but mm-hmm. man, uh, like there's nothing quite like a good peach, you know? There's just, yeah. there just really isn't. There's just something about it. Um, it's just apricots have the sweetness and they have the texture and they have everything. Peaches have that tartness and the, and the brightness and yeah, they've got a little, another little dimension hidden in there. And I just, I, I love a good peach, but yeah, the king, the king of the king of the category is our, any type of cherry. Yeah. Cherries for sure. For sure. I, you know, but some people don't like that. Some people think they're a lot of work to eat. Yeah. I mean, you just which, have to plan like, okay, excuse me mm-hmm. that you have to bite out mm-hmm. a pit, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. I I don't get it. It's just, don't be precious. Eat some cherries. What's wrong yeah. with you? Yeah, I, exactly. I mean, yeah, it's fine. It's uh Maybe it's just like the Montana in me where the idea of like spitting into a can yeah. really is oh, pretty yeah. normal. Or out the window <laughs> while you're driving. Yeah, like nobody's ever looked at anybody funny that i've ever known in montana for like spitting out a window yeah <laughs> like yeah it's... so chowing on a bag of cherries spitting the pits out the window that's kind of what you do yep yep yeah so it's, that's a whole whole nother thing um are avocados a stone fruit uh i'm gonna sorry go to with... just drop you on that drop that on you but yeah but i'm gonna say no i mean they're 100 percent a fruit they are a pitted fruit mm-hmm. but so is a mango i mm-hmm. mean I think something about stone fruit is something to do in my mind about like the membranous, membryonic. Nope. Oh yeah, where you the, eat where you eat the membrane, the skin. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think that's part of it. Um, I think you eat the skin. I think that um, there there has to be a certain juiciness to it. Yeah. In my mind, like I don't know what the actual definition of stone fruit is. But if you can like slice into it and it doesn't make a mess out of your cutting board, it's probably not a stone fruit. You're doing it a little wrong, yeah. Yeah, so it's like it, avocado just doesn't have those qualities that I would associate with no, it. No, I, um, I mean, I've never had a juicy avocado. I don't know. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. Listeners, if you know of a technical definition, feel free to tweet us at me, cook pretty. Uh, I'm sure there is something that separates a stone fruit from other pitted fruits like the mango yeah, and avocado. Uh, I don't know. Uh, choke cherries are pitted or stone fruit. Well, mm-hmm. or are they pitted? Mm. Oh, boy. Are they a berry? Oh, mm. boy. Choke cherries are cherries. Well, Or do we of. just call them that because they look like cherries? Oh, boy. <sighs> Listeners, we need you. Please, weigh yep. in. We definitely don't have the internet, so. And this isn't like uh, into the echo where we just have uh, Wikipedia pulled up constantly. (laughs) Where we just kind of sit around and talk for an hour about what Wikipedia pages say. Yeah, no, 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 thank you. I'd rather just talk about food. Um, (laughs) uh, Cherry salsa. Cherry salsa. Whoa. Um, Where's this coming from? uh, We're still talking meat and potatoes, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Did you make cherry salsa? I tried. I wow. tried. I tried with the goal of making cherry the dominant fruit, and I could not quite get it to gel with uh, onions. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a strange mix. Yeah, I. But think... man, good on you for trying that. That's incredible. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, 
yeah, it's hard to get them to like dice right and to yeah. be with like the same consistency and, and the pitted and all that. Oh, um, you, you poor, you poor man. You had to <laughs> hand pit cherries. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oof. Rough I'm so stuff. sorry. If it was only... so tempting to just like, I'm so fast at biting the pit out. It was so tempting just to not bite just bite them like, and spit it out. <laughs> just bite them and spit it out. <laughs> hey, no one would have known. I know, but I would have known and I would have felt real weird about that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You can get over I, it. I think. Okay, so the problem is, I just had in my head cherry salsa. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna make this work, so I got salsa ingredients, uh, and tried to make it work. And honestly, it tasted like cherries, or sorry, tasted like salsa with cherries in it. Hmm. Um, yeah, that's not quite what you're looking for. Yeah, or if you mix up the ratios, it was just kind of like oniony cherries. Not quite um, as Did core you put to any the tomatoes flavor. tomatoes in there? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I figured I wanted Heavy them to get... Heavy on the lime? Uh, pretty much always when I make salsa. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I feel, I feel like cherry and lime go well together. I didn't do cilantro because I wasn't sure about that. Yeah, um, yeah I don't know. Thing is, okay, so I thought about this. I've been thinking about this. Um, cherry salsa, I think it is is very possible. Mm-hmm. I think that you um, probably want to use, like, the darker, sweeter ones, maybe. Yeah. Or, well, no, maybe you could use the yellow ones because I used the darker, sweeter ones, and maybe that's what I did wrong. Maybe I should have used, like, the brighter, tougher mm. yellow cherries that kind of would just kind of taste like a tomatillo almost. Yeah, um, yeah. But I think what I should have done, Riley, is I should have made the Indian relish salsa. So what is that called? Tapenade? Nope. Um, boy, this is really going to bother me. It used to come, like, usually it's like apricot and it's kind of like a chutney? salsa. Chutney. There yeah, we go. Yeah, there you go. Spiced cherry chutney. Yeah. What I should have done is made a chutney. Mm-hmm. And I think in my head, when I thought cherry salsa... I think I think the what I imagined as the final product was actually a cherry chutney. Mm. And for some reason I thought I could get to that by making a salsa. Mm-hmm. Maybe this should have been a burnt end because it, <laughs> it's I was really hoping to actually be able to use the sweetness of the cherries. Yeah. And and that's really hard to do with a salsa in my opinion, because I usually don't like fruit salsas. So it's like sweetness and salsa don't really go in my head. So I should have tried to make a chutney and I regret it. So maybe that's a burnt end, but, uh, but it's it's got a promising future. Yeah. Cherry chutney. If you make it, I really want to know. Um, I also didn't get a chance to make, uh, what is it? Cherries Jubilee where you set it on fire. Whoa. I really, really like that, but Is I just that where you like soak it around in to it. vodka or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh huh. Yep. So uh, did not get a chance to do that. I think you soak them in brandy. I could be wrong. Oh, brandy. Yeah, that's that's more of a that's a classier liquid to soak them in. Yeah. So anyway, maybe I should have saved these all for the burnt ends, but um, <laughs> no. If you but go to... I, I think I mean those are good experimental ideas. Yeah, and if you go to make a cherry salsa. Maybe don't use the dark red cherries. Uh, use something that's a little bit uh, less tender. Yeah, you uh, want some tartness in there for sure to to kind of mimic a tomato. Yeah, exactly. So don't do what I did. Um, use maybe a Rainier 
one of those like yellow and red cherries instead of the dark red. But the thing is the dark red ones are the only ones I buy. So yeah. Yeah. I was just kind of working with what I had. (laughs) Uh, Did you try to cook anything? Because Um, I realized I really do not like cooked peach. I don't. Yeah. Peach, peach isn't meant to be cooked. See, that's the thing about stone fruit is that most of it is just meant to be eaten how it is because Mm -hmm. it's so good the way it is. Though um, okay, I like peach baked though. I yeah, I like well, peach that, I tarts. Mean, peach, I like peach pie. Baked, I just don't like it cooked. Baked peach uh, is just warm raw peach, basically. Yeah, I mean, it, it yeah. doesn't do a whole lot to it. Um, and there's so, usually a lot of sugar involved. <laughs> yeah, usually there's there's a healthy amount or, or an unhealthy amount of of yeah. added, added sugar added. But man, just. Yeah, but, but just trying to add peach to any old dish or any stir fry did not work for me. Same with cherries, same with yeah. just uh, plums. Why would you even try to cook a plum? So I don't know. Maybe I can. You know, that was the only out. thing I did try and cook. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> What'd you do with the plum? I just, so I cut them in half um, mm-hmm. and put them in a saucepan and just kind of reduced them and smooshed them up. And I was basically just making like a. Uh, a very very rustic jam um, oh okay to put sure. on to put on breakfast stuff to put on toast and oatmeal and um and tortillas that kind of stuff oh uh, okay I, I do i do a poor man's breakfast every now and then where i just do like toppings on tortillas so <laughs> like sweet toppings because it's the only carb i have around the house so um huh. So so, how is this not just like a, a plum compote? Did not add very much sugar or anything? No, I I didn't add anything. I just oh, okay. I just reduced them down so they were a little thicker and kind of warmed up and it, hmm. it worked pretty well actually. It kind of like it took away the I don't know. It helped with the the bad quality of the plums because as I was saying earlier, the plums were just not very good yet. And oh, you used the bad plums. Yeah. Um, it it kind of, because it, it, it then makes the whole mixture kind of softer and, and less, it's less noticeable that the plums are mealy and, and kind of Hmm. strangely overripe, but it kind of negates that whole sensation and turns it into just a syrup. Um, So if you buy bad plums, just reduce them down and put them on some waffles. I'm surprised you didn't make a cherry kraut just for the record. Ooh, yeah. Would that work? Well, cherry would be one of many flavor additives. <laughs> like, oh man, that could be really good. Yeah, you would just kind of add some cherry juice or add some, you know, cherries into the into the pot or whatever you're into the still. What do they call those things? Uh, it's kind of like a still, yeah. Sure. Crock. Um, crock. There we go. That's yeah. the word. Um, I don't know. I don't know if cherries really would work good or idea. not. Yeah, I was kind of surprised you didn't make anything alive for this. Um, as soon as I, I'm thinking about getting a SCOBY, and I oh. think that would definitely add um, a lot more options to these challenges. Just throw some cherries in there. Yeah, maybe not a lot more options, but I could then make kombucha yeah. based off of whatever the challenge exactly. is. Exactly, yeah. Today, this week we have zucchini kombucha. Um, hey, you never know. Yeah. Could be good. It could. You know, I guess you do never know until you try. Yeah, I have not juiced any zucchinis yet, so I don't. I mean, I'm sure their water content is high. I don't know what. I'm sure it tastes like water. I'm sure it does. Um, 
but anyway man, we wandered way we've off. wandered very far yeah stone um, fruit stone fruit stone, stone fruit. fruit back to it um so i guess i guess i prefer to leave the stone fruit as they are um yeah i mean the, the cooked version of the plant i didn't get very i didn't get experimental at all because i just I want to spend the brief time that we have with stone fruit appreciating what I like about them. And that's just, just them on their own. Though um, you have been a juice fiend. Have you tried juicing any of these stone fruits? See, that's, uh, I, I've wanted to. How have you not? I just can't bring myself to put good fruit. That's really good on its own. Through a juicer? I don't know. I you don't put know. apples I... through a juicer all the time. Yeah, I know. I just, I just haven't done it yet. Okay. Uh, wow. I thought this would really push you there. I know. Huh. It's coming. I, sh- I need to go get some more of those bad plums and juice those. Though, have you ever drank cherry juice? I mean, if you think regular cherries clear you out, cherry juice, oh, that is... yeah. It hits you like a truck. It's great. Awesome. Um, it's it's very good for you. <laughs> yeah, cherry lemon. Cherry lemon uh, lime would be fantastic lord um, maybe i'll try that yeah i gotta i gotta come up with some stone fruit juice recipes we'll see hmm. uh i do have a small victory if oh, uh, if that's all right it, yes absolutely okay so our collective birthdays were earlier in july so mm-hmm. a little while back but um still uh and i kind of had separately in my head this idea of okay i'm this is my last year in my 20s and I want to hit 30 um, being closer to the best version of myself possible, of mm-hmm. course. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's everybody's – well, that should be everybody's goal is to be a better version of yourself. But mm-hmm. um, it's reaching to where it's like the 30s or where like the male physique and metabolism and everything just kind of peaks. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I need to take advantage of that. Yeah. Uh, so I kind of had in my head that I wanted to like start eating healthier and stuff around my birthday. And then Dan came to me like a week before my birthday and he's like, Hey, I, I want to eat better. Do you want to eat better with me? And I'm like, yeah, I was already going to do it like in like oh. a week, but, um, yeah, we can start now. Sure. Um, and I'm happy to say again, small victory. I'm not expecting a standing ovation here, but I have bought like two packs of gummy worms in the last like month in all of July. I think I've bought maybe two or three packs of gummy worms. And I've, like, almost entirely replaced my, like, after work uh, cravings, like, binge cravings of, like, going to a gas station and getting something really crappy because I'm just, like, tired and hungry and I drive by a gas station and I'm, like, I'm just going to go get some candy. That's been, like, almost entirely replaced by, like, cherries yeah, fruit or something like that. So it's, like, I I have saved a lot of money and, like, a, a metric shit ton of calories and carbs. Yeah just by like switching over to cherries and like just always having a bunch of cherries in my lunchbox just so I have something right there that's easily accessible that um, I know that I like and if it gets left in a hot lunchbox for a few hours they're still okay anyway all that to say like I have been getting, like getting heartburn way less turns out if you eat a bunch of candy with citric acid on it and yeah. sour stuff yeah turns out and preservatives maybe and yeah maybe that's why you get heartburn at night yeah maybe crazy i hadn't really made that connection even though it seems really obvious in hindsight (laughs) so it's like i i was out of antacids for like two weeks and it just literally didn't matter 
because I wasn't getting heartburn anymore because I wasn't eating a pack of gummy worms every other day. Like, that's so cool. Yeah. So that's been a, a small victory. And there's still a lot of things that I, I need to change and I need to uh, become aware of and improve with myself. Um, but that is one that uh, I'm very happy to report is like going well. And I didn't have to worry about getting antacids until like I had a, a some gummy worms one night, and then I'm like, "Oh, That's I'm out of where heartburn this is stuff." From. Yeah, and I'm like, "Wow, I didn't even really care that I was out of antacids because I wasn't getting heartburn, but now I ate this thing and I have heartburn." So, huh? Uh huh. Um, so I'm just I'm learning some really obvious lessons about how my body works and how. Uh, things that I thought were helping me because they made me feel better in the moment uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. have ultimately been kind of hurting me and they're they're not my friends and uh, I guess my, my relationship with that particular type of food the the after work binge food yeah uh, that dynamic has changed so cool. I'm really happy about that that's amazing yeah. thanks yeah that's sorry so I went cool. on for a no, long that, time about that that's you see the thing about these challenges is sometimes they they create a lot of really good change like the breakfast challenge i yeah. make breakfast for, for myself every morning still yeah i have a lot more lately i mean it's I, I definitely still go to the quick easy stuff a lot but um i i pine for real breakfasts mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. <laughs> like now i'm like man i really need to get up earlier and make breakfast because i really enjoy that so yeah very yeah. cool dude uh, that's that's really that's really good to hear i'm glad um yep i need to find something for when cherry season ends but um there's always there's always more fruits and veggies yeah it's just like that one is so obvious like i i prefer that over candy and there's not many fruits like that yeah um, uh but cherry season ends and apple season begins yeah very true and um i've kind of been like <sighs> I think like apples can feel really expensive because I've spent like a dollar fifty or two dollars per apple before, oh, and I'm like, God, that yeah, that's so... that's expensive. Yeah, but it was just like at Albertsons, and it's like I like the Honeycrisp, and those are way expensive. Um, but it's it's like realizing how much money I haven't spent on crappy gas station stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I can spend two dollars an apple and still be okay and still come out ahead. Yeah, yeah, like. It, if if price is what's stopping me from eating healthy, then I'm making some excuses. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Then, I, then I'm kind of lying to myself. There are there so, are other excuses there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I'm just adding friction because I don't want to change. Yeah. So I, th- my key to switching to um, a better diet, uh, a a more raw food based diet. Uh, mm-hmm. One of my big keys was replacing snacking things and yeah that's that's a good way to do it and one of something that i had to commit to um that everybody has a hard time with i feel like or most people have a hard time with i had to commit to bananas oh Um, that's hard because you get a bunch of bananas and you end up putting you get six bananas and you put four of them in the freezer two weeks later to make banana bread later and you put them in there with 50 other bananas but you, you get you you just find the perfect ripeness that you like because ri- bananas change you know a lot based on how ripe they are um, oh yeah and yeah. you find good sizes and good ripeness and then just take three you know instead of six or whatever and 
And that really, I mean, I just keep them at my desk at work. And anytime I'm starting to get some hunger pangs or anything, I just do a banana and, uh, Hmm. and that keeps Hmm. me going. Um, so that was, that was essential to me kind of getting into the, the raw food world and, now it's now I'll just go buy anything. I'll buy a couple of radishes or some bell peppers or whatever, um, just to have mm. to snack on. But it took me a little while, and uh, and yeah, it's not yeah. easy. But stone fruit is one of the easiest ways to get into produce, to get into raw foods, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because they're all so good on their own. You don't have to do anything. I mean, all fruit is better if you cut it up. And you don't have to worry about pits or biting into it at a weird angle or anything. So that might yeah. be your only prep work. But, um, man, it's it's worth it's just worth mentioning that stone fruit is the way it is for a reason. It's so good on its mm-hmm. own. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you're looking to improve your diet or improve, you know, even even just incorporate a couple new things to the way you eat. This is a great door to the world of produce. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, so if any listeners have recommendations for like a savory stone fruit dish um, or like a cherry chutney, now that I know that I should have made a cherry chutney, now I know to like look that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I just, that'll, I just, that'll definitely have some hits. Yeah, I just really had the word salsa in my head, and for some reason, I just really wanted to make it work, and I'm sure it could work. Mm -hmm. If anybody has a recipe, please send it to us, but um, cherry chutney seems much simpler, so uh, I will probably be doing that. I mean, we still have cherries for a few more weeks, especially because Montana gets ours um, like a month after Washington, so we're just going to keep going on with this cherry thing, Uh, but Anyway, yeah, you can send stuff to us at me cook pretty. Do you have anything you want to know about? Any recipes or anything that you want to hear from listeners about, Riley? Um, you know, I like anything and everything. I'm just I'm always looking for new ideas, and, um, new things to try in the kitchen, and that's kind of what keeps this podcast experimental and growing and um and all that. And I just like to you know thank you guys for tuning in and listening in as we try different things and try um try food that maybe we haven't tried the uh before or try it in new ways try cooking it different ways try cooking peaches try savory cherries i don't know uh oh yeah and for anybody that says oh you can grill peaches mm, grill peaches uh, okay sorry let me go off on one last tangent uh-huh. yeah you can grill peaches yeah it's okay i sprinkle some brown sugar some cinnamon on there but it's never going to be as good as grilled pineapple. I'm sorry. It's no, just not. yeah, pineapple is king of the grill. I, it's just, there's no two ways about that. I can just hear people saying like, ah, grilled peaches. And like, yes, I know that's a thing. And I, I'll acknowledge that it's good. But man, compared to pineapple, I mean, unless if you, if you have a barbecue peach recipe that tastes better than grilled pineapples, send it my way. Yep. But, um... I just want to get ahead of that <laughs> particular suggestion because I don't, I don't want to be a grumpy bear on Twitter and be like, "Thanks for your suggestion. That sucks. <laughs> That's uh, the worst." Yeah. So I'm just gonna say that now instead of on Twitter. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. You can um, you can follow us all on Twitter. You'll find us there, and uh, and you can also we're part of the Secret Weapon Productions Network, a uh, whole mm-hmm, network mm-hmm. of of really great podcasts. You can check us out secretweaponproductions.com. There's shows 
all over this all over the place uh there's disney channel original friendship talk about disney movies and uh and themed cocktails for each movie it's a lot of fun yeah yeah uh, gallantly streaming is our newest edition where they talk about everything streaming everything youtube everything that's that's hulu netflix like all the all the shows and stuff they these are two uh, hosts with voracious appetites for media so they will comb through the masses of netflix and and let you know what's actually worth uh watching yeah so absolutely it's and it's helpful there's lots of shows i've skipped because be, exactly because of what they've recommended so yeah and even if they liked it they explain why they like it and what worked for them and i'm like oh that's not what i'm looking for yep, nope <laughs> gonna skip that one yep so even if they like it then it's still informative enough that they they're not trying to like preach it to you or sell it to you yeah anyway that's gallantly streaming which i love the name of yeah that's uh, it's very, so it's it's perfect um, it's clever yeah and there's i mean old classics slow claps and rewrites 20 minutes of banter word struck all that all that good stuff um all that good stuff check us out the secret up in productions uh again this is uh Riley clark from me cook pretty and uh hey clark yeah yeah buddy uh, just do a favor do a favor for mm-hmm. me in the next couple weeks mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you'd remember to go ahead and live fast. Oh, and I'll cook pretty too, I suppose. Okay, great. Thanks. <laughs>